the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTBN Pinellas Park. Up next is Verse by Verse, sponsored by Verse by Verse Ministries. The point is, is that we are not to aggressively go seeking Satan But he is seeking us. He has schemes and tactics, and he will come after us. And when he attacks, we need to make sure that we are standing firm so that when the dust settles, we're standing. We haven't fallen. We haven't retreated. We haven't run away. We haven't stumbled. We're standing firm. So as believers engaged in warfare, we are to stand on our feet and be immovable during the devil's attacks. We are not to slip. We are not to fall. We are not to stumble. Like soldiers with sure footing, we are to remain steadfast and stable. If you are a Christ follower, can you stand firmly when Satan attacks or will you slip and fall? A fallen soldier is pretty defenseless, and the devil is no gentleman. He will hit you when you're down. Spiritual warfare is our topic again today on Verse by Verse. Pastor teacher Steve Kreloff is giving us a guided tour of the armory described by the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 6. Since 1981, Pastor Steve has been serving at Lakeside Community Chapel in Clearwater, Florida. These daily Bible classes of the air are a natural extension of his teaching ministry. I worked for many years in factories that often had slippery floors. I soon discovered that some boots gave better traction on oil or water than other boots. You still had to watch your step, but the right footwear made all the difference in the world. Since we worked 12-hour shifts and were on our feet most of the time, comfort and support were also important. We come today to the third piece of the armor of God, shoes. Good traction is something we often overlook when shopping for footwear, and we can easily neglect it when making sure that we are ready for Satan's attacks. Here is Pastor Steve to tell us why it's so important to be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The human foot is an amazing member of the body. It may not be the most attractive part of our anatomy, but the human foot is a wonder of God's creation. It consists of 26 bones, 33 joints, 107 ligaments, and 19 muscles. And for those of you who are interested in those kinds of facts, it actually uh, has 250,000 sweat glands in a pair of feet. And of all the bones in the human body, one-fourth of them are actually located in your feet. But as extraordinary as the human foot is, many people don't give much thought to taking care of their feet with the proper footwear, the proper shoes. When it comes to selecting footwear, more consideration is usually given to fashion than to function. And while comfort certainly plays a role in the shoes that we buy, it does seem that many people are more concerned about how a shoe looks than actually how it, how it feels. On our recent trip to Albania, Michelle and I noticed that most of the women in those countries wear extremely pointed 
and I mean extremely pointed, and high-heeled shoes that, uh, that can't be very comfortable. I've never worn high heels, but I can imagine that doesn't look comfortable, and I don't think it is. In fact, it's interesting to note that women have about four times as many foot problems as men, and probably the reason is because of, of high heels. It's also been my observation as a runner that many people fail to adequately care for their feet. by ex- They exercise in cheap uh, sneakers or uh, cheap tennis shoes that offer very little cushioning, very little heel or arch support. Now... The worst thing that can happen to you if you wear shoes based on fashion rather than function is that you'll, you'll experience some, some pain in your feet, uh, either an arch or heel problem, perhaps a blister, uh, maybe some athletic-related injury. However, for a soldier to wear improper footwear could prove to be disastrous because it would more than likely mean his defeat in the midst of a battle. And that's why as we continue our study on spiritual warfare and we look at Ephesians chapter 6 verse 15 we see the third piece of armor that Paul instructs us to put on has to do with our feet. So let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6. We've been studying the various pieces of armor that God has provided for us and now we come to verse 15 which involves the proper spiritual footwear. Verse 15 says this, and having shod, which means fitted, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, it may sound odd at first that Paul would even mention feet in the context of war with Satan. After all, starting with verse 14, he's mentioned two critically important and rather significant parts of the human body. He's mentioned our loins and and our trunk. He first said in, in 14, verse 14, that the first piece of armor that we're instructed to wear is a belt of truth, having girded your loins with truth. Loins here means our waist, but the belt would hang a little lower than that. And just as a Roman soldier would prepare for battle by tucking all of his loose clothing into that belt that went around his waist because he didn't want it to be entangling as he battled with his adversary, So the Bible says we have a belt. It's called truth, the objective content of the word of God. And we are to uh, make sure that that we wrap ourselves with God's word wrapped around us. And it means we have a commitment to its authoritative truths. We're not ready for combat unless we have an, an attitude that is in submission to the word of God. The second piece of armor that a Roman soldier put on was his breastplate. And so Paul tells us that we are to put on the breastplate of righteousness. That that breastplate protected the vital organs or the upper torso or we might call it the trunk of a soldier. We have a breastplate. He had hard covering or even molded metal at times. It protected a soldier's midsection, which remember, in Hebrew thinking, the midsection had to do with emotions, had to do with feelings, had to do with affections. So we are to protect our emotions. We are to protect our feelings and our affections from Satan's assaults by practicing righteousness. The breastplate that God has given us is practical, experiential righteousness, which means we are to obey God's word on a daily basis. It's, in other words, it's holy living. 
Holy living is what will keep your heart warm and loyal towards Christ as your first love and your priority. So in verse 14, Paul has told us about two highly esteemed areas of a soldier's body that he, that he needed protecting for warfare, his loins and his midsection. Question is, why then does he in verse 15 mention such a seemingly insignificant and, and really a very modest and lowly part of the human body as feet? I mean, who pays much attention to feet? Well, a Roman soldier did. A Roman soldier paid a lot of attention to his feet, and for good reason. If he didn't have the right footwear, he would experience defeat. And that's what we want to learn about today, the proper role of footwear, the proper role that footwear played in a Roman soldier's warfare, and how this spiritual analogy, and it really is an analogy, applies to us in our war with Satan. Once again, our approach to this subject is to ask several questions that by their answers will tell us how we are to protect our feet. Question number one is, what was the purpose of a Roman soldier's footwear? We need to understand that because there's an analogy here, a spiritual analogy, and that leads to the second question. How does peace, because remember he says, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of of peace. So peace is the footwear we put on. But how does peace protect us in spiritual warfare? So let's, let's dig in and see the answer to the first question, which is this. The first question is this. What was the purpose of a Roman soldier's footwear? Paul says, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, understand this, that military shoes worn by Roman soldiers were actually leather sandals. At this point in history, we don't believe they were, they were boots. Maybe that came later, but these were leather sandals with metal nails protruding out of the bottom for the purpose of gripping the ground during combat. This allowed the soldier to have firm footing and stability as he engaged in hand-to-hand combat with his enemy. Remember, you have to forget, you have to forget modern warfare. You have to think as a Roman in the first century, and most of the warfare involved hand-to-hand combat. Now, you see, the, the ancient Roman soldier's shoes functioned, and maybe this will help you, much like modern day football cleats do. They allowed him to plant his feet firmly into the ground in order to stand firm and not be pushed back, just like a football player who gets pushed and shoved on the line of scrimmage. He has to have firm footing. He can't be slipping around. He can't be falling down. He needs to be able to get those cleats into the ground so he has some firm footage. That is exactly the same thought that went into a Roman soldier's mind as he dressed for battle. And that's why Paul mentions the need to have our our little humble tootsies here, our feet, protected. After discussing the more noble parts of our body, he now touches on the feet. As Lloyd-Jones explained, he said, however beautiful or powerful your chest may be and however wonderful your loins, if you slip and fall in the battle, you'll be easy prey for your antagonist. And that's really the thought here. And Paul doesn't want us to do that. He doesn't want us to slip. If you recall, when we started this series, we said that Paul emphasizes in, in Ephesians 6 that we are to stand firm. That's really what this is all about. 
Stand firm. Notice in verse 11, he says this, put on the full armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the, of the devil. It's a steadfastness that he's talking about. Verse 13, therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Verse 14, stand firm, therefore. And the point is, is that we are not to aggressively go seeking Satan, but he is seeking us. He has schemes and tactics and he will come after us. And when he attacks, we need to make sure that we are standing firm so that when the dust settles, we're standing. We haven't fallen. We haven't retreated. We haven't run away. We haven't stumbled. We're standing firm. So as believers engaged in warfare, we are to stand on our feet and be immovable during the devil's attacks. We are not to slip. We are not to fall. We are not to stumble. Like soldiers with sure footing, we are to remain steadfast and stable. Now, that's the important aspect that you need to understand what is the foundation of this in the background. The primary function of a Roman soldier's footwear was security and stability that allowed him to stand firm while engaged in combat. So the question is this, what is it that God has provided for us that gives us stability in Christ? How do we stand firm when Satan attacks us so that we don't, we don't fall into sin, so that we don't stumble, that we're not discouraged, that we don't just kind of give up? Pastor Steve will be right back to not only tell us how we can stand firm, but to also answer other questions raised by this verse in Ephesians chapter 6. If you just tuned in, we're glad to have you with us. My name is Peter Silseth, and this is Verse by Verse. Our instructor is Pastor Teacher Steve Kreloff of Lakeside Community Chapel in Clearwater, Florida. We have good news for those of you who missed the start of class and are wondering how it began. You'll find this and previous lessons on our website. I'll tell you more about that at the conclusion of the program. Let's get back to class now and see what we can learn about this relationship between peace and spiritual stability. Here is Pastor Steve. The Roman soldier was provided with leather sandals with nails or, or hobnails that came out for his physical stability. God has provided something for us, a spiritual truth that gives us emotional, mental, spiritual stability as we face the enemy. What is it? It's peace. It's peace. He says, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. It has to do with peace. And that leads us to a second question that helps us to understand what this is all about. Question number one, what was the function of a Roman soldier's footwear? Understand this, it just provided stability for him. That's the primary thing that it did. Second question, how does peace protect us and how does it provide us with stability in spiritual warfare? Now, Paul tells us that we will stand firm and be steadfast if we have our feet shod, or as I told you, it really means fitted with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In other words, the thing that gives us strength, the thing that gives us steadiness, the thing that gives us an immovability in our battles with the devil is peace that comes from the gospel. It's peace that comes from the gospel. Now, what exactly does Paul mean by this? How does, how does peace provide this steadiness, this stability? Well, I think, I think it's helpful to see, first of all, what Paul does not mean by this, because there are some who have looked at this and have misinterpreted what Paul is, is teaching. Notice 
Notice that Paul instructs us to have our feet fitted with, and this is important, this word, the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, it may not be translated that way in in your versions, but in mine it says preparation. But that word preparation is really best translated readiness. If you, if you write in your Bible, if you believe in doing that, then, then it would be helpful to put readiness there. It is exactly the same Greek word the apostle used in Titus 3.1 when he said, be ready for every good deed. It's readiness. That's the thought. And, and what he's saying in Ephesians 6 is that it is the gospel of peace that makes us ready to engage in combat with the devil by providing us with stability. If you don't have this peace, then you're not ready. You're not ready for his attacks. Now, some Bible teachers have looked at this and concluded that what Paul is teaching is that our readiness to proclaim the gospel of peace and salvation to others is what protects us from Satan. In other words, what they would say is that those Christians who are the most stable and the most firm are those who are always ready to preach and evangelize. And to support their view, they would point us to Romans chapter 10. You don't need to turn there. I'll mention it to you. Romans 10, verse 15. And in that verse, Paul also wrote about feet. And they would remind us that it was in the context of preaching the gospel. In Romans 10, 15, Paul is making an argument that Israel, the Jewish people, are responsible. They have heard the gospel. There, there's not a person, especially in the first century, who could say from Israel that I never heard about Jesus. Paul's point in Romans chapter 10 is that you most certainly did hear about him. And he quotes from Isaiah 52 verse 7. Romans 10 15 is a quote from Isaiah 52 verse 7, which says this, how will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. And Paul will go on to say, but They have been sent, and they have heard. Jewish people in the first century most certainly heard the gospel. Well, how do we answer this? Because it is true that Romans 10.15 is certainly talking about witnessing, about evangelizing, and saying that our feet are, are beautiful. Beautiful, those who take the gospel. And I certainly agree with that. I certainly agree that that's what Paul was talking about. And I certainly agree because the Bible teaches us that we are always to be ready to evangelize. We are always to be ready to give a witness for Christ. That is the teaching of Romans 10, 15. However, that's not the teaching of Ephesians 6. That's not what Ephesians 6 is about. The context of Ephesians 6 is about standing our ground, not moving out with the gospel. It's not traveling It's not about evangelizing, it's about warfare, about standing firm. It's not talking about moving anywhere. It's not talking about witnessing to anybody. It's about being attacked and being firm so that when Satan starts pushing you, you don't fall over, you don't stumble. So the real question that gets to the heart of spiritual footwear for stability is this, in what way Does the gospel of peace, if it's not in evangelizing, in what way does the gospel of peace make us ready to engage in combat with the devil by providing stability? In what way? Well, to begin with, let's look back at verse 6 of Ephesians, or verse 11, rather, of Ephesians 6. Paul writes, put on the full armor of God, and the emphasis there is not partly, it's completely covered, 
or you'll be vulnerable, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm and notice this against the schemes of the devil. Remember when we went, when we went over this, I reminded you that Satan has a strategy. He has methods. In fact, we get our English word method from this, this word, which is translated schemes. He has tactics. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your strengths. And he will tailor-made make a, a strategy against you. He has many schemes of attack, many schemes of attack. But one of his more popular approaches is to rob us of peace, right? He does. That's been my experience. I think it's been your experience. He tries to take away our peace by promoting doubts, fears, worries, conflicts with people, all kinds of problems. You know, it's not by coincidence that when Peter mentions in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, when he refers to, to um, casting all of your anxiety upon the Lord because he cares for you, right after that, he follows it by telling us that Satan, like a roaring lion, seeking, seeks whom he might devour. Peter puts anxiety and Satan together because one of the devil's main tactics is to attack believers who are anxious and who are troubled for the purpose of robbing them of peace, the peace that God has provided in the gospel. You see, a worrisome, troubled believer is an unstable, unsteady Christian. They just always seem to be up and down in their spiritual walk, fretting about this, fretting about that, and they're, they're unstable. They're good one day, they're not good another day. And this is why Paul tells us that the way to be steady, the way to be strong, the way to be unwavering and not defeated, even in the midst of devilish attacks, is to experience God's peace. That peace that he's provided in the gospel. Folks, if you want to be the kind of believer who is not on an emotional roller coaster, but is stable, secure in your relationship with Christ, then you need to learn to appropriate and experience God's peace. And therefore, we need to understand what Paul is referring to by understanding the two primary aspects of peace that will build stability in your life and in my life. Both of those aspects of peace center on God. In our next Verse by Verse, Pastor Steve will explain what they are and how we attain them. In fact, as we continue to consider Ephesians 6, verse 15, we will see how these two kinds of peace give us stability and learn some great ways to handle the pressures of life. Thank you for being a part of our class today. Verse by Verse is a radio Bible class led by Pastor Teacher Steve Kreloff of Lakeside Community Chapel in Clearwater, Florida. His clear, expository, and practical messages have led to the creation of these daily broadcasts. Pastor Steve has been the teaching pastor at Lakeside for more than 26 years now. His messages make the transformation to radio format through the work of Verse by Verse Ministries, a faith ministry made possible through the generous gifts and the prayers of listeners like you, who we hope are first faithful to their own churches. If you live in or near Clearwater and have school-aged children, we would like to make you aware that Lakeside operates one of the finest Christian schools in the area. Their web address is lakesidechristianschool.org. Today's young people are assaulted on all sides with a worldview that considers matters of faith to be secondary to scientific observation. 
Lakeside's goal is to present students with education that is wrapped in a Christian worldview. A solid education combined with a Christian worldview is vital in our modern society. To learn more, go to the website, lakesidechristianschool.org. Today's class was the middle part of a three-part message, which is itself a part of a series of messages concerning spiritual warfare. If you would like to hear the entire message at once, it is available on CD or cassette. You can order your own copy by calling us at 727-441-1714. Leave your name and a number, and we will return your call during weekday office hours. That number again, 727-441-1714. If you would like to go back and catch earlier lessons in this series, visit our website, versebyverseradio.org. You will find today's broadcast right there. Click on the archives link to choose any of the earlier programs. While you are there, check on some of our other pages as well. We offer a free podcasting service if you want to make sure that you catch all the classes. There is also a link for subscribing to our complimentary newsletter. That's versebyverseradio.org. It has often been said that if you can remain calm while those around you are in a panic, you obviously don't know the facts. But for the Christ follower, there are biblical facts that will keep us calm no matter what our circumstances. Next time we meet, Pastor Steve will have some great advice on how to face the pressures of life. More about that on our next Verse by Verse. I hope to see you then. You've been listening to Verse by Verse, sponsored by Verse by Verse Ministries. This program was pre-recorded. To learn more, including how to donate to this ministry, visit versebyverseradio.org. That's verse. We are here to give you strength between. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.